0: Hello, and welcome back again to the Aurology Podcast. This is where we will study and talk about all things aura. Today, we're talking about the colors of the aura. Once again, I'm Lysandra Vasquez, owner of Aurology, which is a pop-up-based aura, photo, and video studio that focuses on providing our community with empowering and accurate information with the hope that each person will leave with a better understanding of their aura and how it relates to the world. And with that said, we are now back onto to the main topic of today's show, the colors of the aura. So every single time I have a pop-up or event, I get a handful of people that ask me, um, hey, um, excuse me. Hey, Lysandra, um, what if I have a bad color or like, what if... I don't have any color. (laughs) Or what if my aura is black? I think my aura is black. It's for sure black. (laughs) Well, to those people, I usually very quickly respond with a very serious look. I get dead behind the eyes and I look at them and I say, you're right. And after a brief moment of silence, I of course tell them I'm joking (laughs) and then provide them with the reassurance that there are no such things as bad colors. Each color represented in the aura has a ton of positive positive as well as challenging attributes. If you consider that all things exist within a spectrum of shadow and light, each color has the exact same patterning too. For example, if you show some muddiness in a color, that typically indicates that you uh, are a clear communicator. That would mean, the muddiness would mean that you have been holding something back uh, within your communication. You're not talking, you ain't speaking on it, if you will. Now, when your aura shows that you have a block, you can consciously break through it with several different methods, and we will hit those in a future episode. If you missed the episode before this, I would recommend checking them out so then you can have an understanding of what the aura is and what the placement of each color means. And for the sake of convenience and efficiency, I will be recording each color as a separate segment starting from red on to white in the Roy G biv. If you're familiar with um you know if you remember your elementary school art classes then you should should be should be good to go here. Anyway, I'm doing that so then you can hop to the color that you're looking for. If you had a reading for myself or any other photographer, you can have um a very quick guide. So anyway, I did that, you know Because I care. And without further ado, let's get to some colors. Red. Okay, so I think red is probably the most misunderstood of all the colors of the aura because people generally think that red is bad. And it's probably because from a young age, we're told that red means hot stop or, you know, evil. (laughs) So I totally get it. But when the color red shows up, it refers to strength, vitality, passion, ambition, perfectionism. It's all these great things. When we see red in a bright red, clear aspect, it it basically symbolizes someone who can overcome any obstacles. It's someone who is in a period of action um, taking positive steps to changing their life. They can also be a very passionate lover. So, you know, that's all all good too. But uh, when red is seen and it's dull, it can indicate anger, short temper, impulsivity, resentment, Inappropriate lust, and I always say that this is totally normal as we are human, we just have to find a healthy place to work out that energy, whether it be going for a workout or screaming into a void, whatever the thing is that you need to do, just let it slide. When red shows up, it is a time to just honestly just take advantage of the extra vitality you have and just get whatever you need to do done because we have that extra energy at this moment in time, or you're, you're just, just get it done. Honestly, just do it. We're human. Uh, red is also associated with the root chakra. So it is also indicative of somebody that is extremely grounded. Okay. So don't, don't be scared if you get red, red is powerful and one makes you 100% bad B, you know? Orange. So the color orange is representative of the second chakra, and that is connected to our solar plexus, which is our emotions and feelings. So, with that being said, orange is the color that is directly related to our emotions. It stands for vitality, excitement, and good health. I always say that. Orange is creativity, it's confidence, it's emotional balance and independence. It is a good sign if you are looking to create a family and the color orange shows up because the color orange also represents a fertility. And so bright orange is an excellent sign for anybody that wants children, A rich orange in the aura also indicates self-motivation, originality, creative abilities, and an open mind. So that sounds all good, right? Um, So the challenging aspects of the orange aura, um, where you see a golden orange, um, you can see a little bit of self control but when it starts turning brownish that can show a lack of ambition and a don't care attitude uh so it's again if you think about it being the opposite of what the positive attributes are that's where that's where the colors lie so a negative a, a negative and or challenging attribute of the color orange may also be someone who bases their sense of self-worth and identity only on what others think, or this could also show up on somebody that's being bullied. A murky orange can also indicate an oversensitive ego and territorial tendencies. So an overly harsh orange um, can also represent excessive obsessions, especially in issues related to food and self-image. <laughs> yellow. Or should I say, <laughs> I don't want to do it to you, but I'm going to yellow. <laughs> okay. I I deeply apologize for that, but I had to do it. So Yellow yellow is always associated with the energy of life. It stands for inspiration and intelligence. It is an eye-opener type of aura. So people with a yellow aura are extremely easy-going, creative, playful, and extremely optimistic. Now, so that just said that is saying that the positive qualities of the lemon yellow are. Joy and clear communication, but it is also very much the color of intellectual achievement, speculative abilities, mental dexterity, a focused and sharp mind, of financial and business acumen. And it is also can suggest somebody being a potential actor or entertainer with like a the The definition of that would be like a brilliant canary yellow. So if you are in the arts and you see that, that could show up in your aura. Um, uh, to where a yellowy brown could also indicate a scientific or mathematical mind. Now the challenging attributes of this color could be that like a harsh streak of yellow would indicate some hyperactivity or perhaps a mustard yellow would be a mask of jealousy or resentment. Metallic yellow haze can conceal some less than honest intent or a tendency towards gambling. A sharp lemon yellow might be a logical person, but it can also represent a sharp and sarcastic tongue when out of control. A mustard yellow can also uh, indicate spite or a potential gossip, and a very cold yellow may suggest that the head is ruling the heart. So you'll want to take a look at the yellows that show up in your aura and really be able to distinguish the shades of it. Uh, An aura reader that has done this a lot can distinguish between all those, but Now it's a good time to take a good look at an aura photo and see if you got any of those distinguishing yellows. Green. All right. Now, green is one of my most favorite colors of the aura, and I know I'm not supposed to pick favorites, but here I am, and here we are. Okay. So green, it's peace, it's love, it's harmony, it's of the earth, it is the mother Gaia energy. So it is unconditional love. It is fidelity, trust, harmony, and it's growth in every way. It's trustworthy. It's generous with love. It's money. Those words of the people with green in their aura come from the heart. A green aura is a sign of a person that's deeply committed in love. An emerald green can show a natural healer, especially in an alternative field, and someone who's naturally lucky. Uh, If you consider the color green also being a color for prosperity, I always think that depending on the positioning of the color green in the aura, it stands for prosperity. It's saying that you are open for growth. So if you see green in your aura and you know that you are wanting to grow, it is time to manifest, honey, and keep going. But the negative or challenging qualities of the green, they exist as well. So a pale green can suggest some emotional dependency. A dull or muddy green can reveal some conflicting emotions and potentially an emotional vampire type situation who sucks energy from others, you know. A yellowy green can be a sign of possessiveness and emotional blackmail, but I've seen it on the other side where a yellowy green is actually intentional growth. So I think it's, you have to have your reader let you know, but a lime green can imply some stress in a current relationship and a cloudy or dark green can indicate that those who love unwisely and too much or someone who's basically pining for unrequited love. So like I said before, Green is one of my favorite colors, and I think it's extremely powerful. If it shows up in your aura, I think you should, especially whether it's muddy or bright, it is really good to take some inventory and see what you're trying to grow because green is extremely good, not just for yourself but for others because it's very growth-oriented. So if you got some green, spread that love. Blue. So blue is not just a dog on television that hides clues or a Leanne rhyme song. It is a beautiful color to have in your aura. (laughs) Okay, so for real, for real though, um, the color blue is relating to a person that's pretty cool, calm, and collected, not someone that is sad. (laughs) Um, So the person who has blue in their aura has a broad vision, both um, has perspective in the physical and um, kind of psychic horizons. They're a natural authority. They have healing powers, and they're the seekers of truth. I say that Um, Blue is also wisdom, loyalty, and empathy, and it shows up when people have a good home or good community around them. Royal blue can indicate um, a personality with a keen sense of justice and natural powers of leadership. Uh, Bright blue is creative and also altruistic. Pale blue is the color of someone who's idealist with a global vision. And blue can also be uh, someone who represents objectivity. It's uh, someone who possesses and is often a gifted speaker and a teacher. A blue aura can also be seen around spiritual healers, authors, musicians, actors, and other performers that have a little bit of a healing element to them. So those are the positive aspects of the color blue. And now the negative or challenging qualities of the color blue are that a dull or dense blue can represent increased conservatism and a conserve for rigid rule keeping regardless of the circumstances. So the person, while on the upside, you can say, oh, this is someone who fights for justice. On the shadow side of it, you get a narc, someone who doesn't care. They just want, they just want the rules. So that's, the shadow side of that a harsh blue is also a sign of someone who is autocratic opinionated and intolerant of others lifestyles and beliefs so yeah a narc yeah if you got a dark blue sorry <laughs> um yeah that's pretty much it for blue. but they're um healers also sensitive but also can be just really hard on the rules and that's blue Turquoise. Now, turquoise is the teacher speaker healer energy. Whenever I see the turquoise show up in an aura, it is because this person is a leader of some sort. I don't think that they necessarily literally need to have a classroom, but sometimes I do get actual teachers that come in and they're like, no. You, I literally am a teacher, and then we both giggle. I also refer to this energy as the TED Talk vibe, which means that this person is either calling in someone who is an expert in their field, depending on where the color lies in the aura, or they are becoming that expert, and that's why it is a TED Talk vibe because they are not—they're um, not forcing people to see them as that they just are stepping into the energy where they are the expert. And that's really beautiful place to be. So depending on where this turquoise shows up in the aura, it can mean different things as far as like where they are in their journey. But the turquoise energy is really beautiful. You can be a healer, with this and the challenging aspects of this particular color are just that where you are forcing yourself to be seen as the leader um where you're um a little rigid around that so those are the challenging aspects of the turquoise but other than that I I I like a turquoise so Indigo and violet. So, indigo and violet are very similar vibrationally. So, I'm going to chat with you about both of these colors at the same time. When you're in your reading and you have the reader in front of you, whether it's myself or anybody else, they will be able to distinguish between the indigo and violet vibrations for you. So without further ado, a little bit of indigo in my life. It is. Uh, Indigo is for psychic awareness, spirituality, knowledge of the future and past lives. Color seer, it's a wise one, is someone that's evolving, which is very similar to the color violet, which is for people who have a connection with other dimensions and angels and spirit guides and are incredibly magical. So both of these are associated with the crown chakra with the upper chakras that are connected to the magic and play of the universe. If you have this color show up, it is a very special time for you because that means that you are connecting with either, um, your angels and ancestors and spirit guides, or just, uh, to your own psychic gifts. So that means that you have a very, uh, clear awareness of the spiritual world and enhance intuition. So it's a very important time for you if purple, um, purple, if violet or indigo shows up in your aura. And those are the positive attributes of that. But the challenging attributes of these colors are that if you if you're the indigo or violet in your aura is blurred then you're maybe spending a little bit too long on these daydreams because we we can tend to do that if we if we let ourselves sometimes it can uh, also be very isolating and you can become very disillusioned in the world if you spend too much time up there uh in the other realms so this uh Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So this might have my, one of my notes just surprised me, surprised even me, um, that an all suffusing indigo can reveal a person with Asperger's or other, con- or other conditions associated with oversensitivity, especially uh, with the younger younger humans, the crystal children. A harsh violet can also indicate unrealistic ideas of what's possible, um, which is why they uh, people with violet kind of tend to spend a lot of time in meditation because that is where they like to be. And then uh, when they come down to earth or come back to reality, they uh, have a hard time adjusting. So that is the shadow aspects of the color violet. Magenta. So, magenta is the color of the independent nonconformist. The person that has a magenta aura has a big heart, a big personality, they have a, a lot of creativity, a sense of humor, and is my kind of cup of tea. <laughs> so, the color magenta is or expresses an original originality of vision, a path of service for others, and is a seeker of truth and um, would like to release the pain and suffering of others. You see this color in spiritual leaders, whether it's a teacher of Reiki or a great guru, it's most often seen in wise ones. Who have used the experience for the benefit of others, but it can also be seen in much younger people who have battled back from serious illnesses. A negative quality of the magenta also belongs to someone who's a false guru. Um, It's someone who uses their spiritual power to dominate others. So watch out for that. And it can also characterize those who are inflated by their own ego or spiritual knowledge. So yeah. So that's the shadow aspect of that but other than that magentas are independent they are themselves and they are people who just generally like to m- serve others by bringing um, by bringing joy into this world that's the upside of the magenta <laughs> Pink. And I'm going to spare you what I want to do, which is sing the Aerosmith song. But again, I'm going to spare you. So pink is, oh, I love it when I get somebody that has a pink aura that comes into my booth. It is such a pleasure because the Pink is just unconditional love in the romantic sense. It's like, it's like, it's pure grace. That's how I always describe it. The pink energy is like a hug, it's like a breath, it's the ultimate in giving and receiving and softness, it's practical nurturing and gentleness, it's the color of the wise counselor and unconditional love. Bright pink is the color of the peacemaker between friends and family. It's the mender of bruised or broken hearts and the healer of emotional sorrows and abuse. Is someone that it's gentle, kind, patient, and tolerant of others' feelings. The clear pink is a person who always sees the best in everyone. They're a loyal friend who makes any home, beautiful, and they're excellent with young animals and children. And pink it can also suggest uh, someone being in love. Um, a dark pink and a murky pink um, could be seen in men and women um, who are constantly seeking rescuing, like the damsel or the the gentleman in distress. <laughs> um, a duller, murky pink or can also indicate the poor me martyrdom attitude. A very misty pink reveals that the possessor sees other people's viewpoint. Um, that will take the passive. The path of least resistance and they won't stand up for themselves. So it can be uh, like a weak backbone when it's on the shadow aspect of it. But other than that, I just think pink is really lovely and I don't see a lot of them. So I really enjoy when I do see someone that has a pink aura. Gold, liquid gold. Oh man, I am so sorry, y'all. I just have like every time I I want to do I, there's I want to reference, um, Austin Powers movies with the golden gold finger, and I really don't. I just don't don't want to do that to you. So anyway, so the color gold, the color gold is literally to go for the gold. So if you consider. The Olympian's mentality—it is someone who is trying to be better than they were the day before, and like my Michael Phelps, it's like that. It's that vibe. You're like, okay, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're like out here in these streets trying to get up at three a.m. trying to do your sauna or go swimming, but it does mean that you are competitive and that you are trying to up-level. So if you think about the color gold being uh, opulence, that is exactly what the color gold does. So if you see the color in the aura, I see it as an indication of somebody that is trying to raise their prices and up-level into the next phase of their life. So That can come about in any way, depending on where that person in particular is at in their journey. It can mean that they are trying to achieve more of a professional up level. It could be in their personal life, but either way, they are raising their vibrational prices. People ain't going to mess with you if you are raising your prices, the people that can't afford to be around you. And that's not just money. It's the people that don't want to spend effort or energy into, if, if, if there's people that are trying to be low-level hab- habitual and be toxic, whether it be gossiping or whether it be putting poison in their bodies, um, and you're not trying to mess with that because you're up-leveling, it's going to be too hard it's going to be too hard to get a hold of you like honestly people are, are people are just going to fall away and you're going to be super attractive to bigger and better opportunities so when you see gold in the aura honey buckle up because you are calling in some major stuff and that's why it's really important to see an aura photographer an aura reader or someone to be in tune with what you are sending out um, because if you have gold in your aura, you you can call in some major things. People with gold in their aura are incredibly talented. You can amass great fame or wealth, and you just need to know exactly what you want and be able to be putting in the work for it. Okay? Those are the good aspects of the gold. The bad aspects of the gold are just the opposite where a person can get extremely competitive. You can get um, spiteful when you don't get the thing immediately that you want, when it doesn't happen, and you can be blocking these attributes. So in order for one to stay in the positive aspects of it, you just got to let go of those frustrations as they show up and just continue to be on the path and be very clear about what you want to call in because you're going to be getting a lot of opportunities if you have gold in your aura and you got to know what to say no to boo. You got to know what to say no to. White, the color white. So I get a lot of people that want to be have a white aura because especially I do a lot of kundalini yoga, so a lot of people wear white in order to achieve having this beautiful white aura. But um, again, like I said earlier, there is no such thing as a better or worse color, but... (laughs) <laughs> I find that a lot of people um, really want to have white in their aura, and this is why. Um, white is a pure state of luminescence. Most undefined regions in aura are usually white. White aura enables us to read spiritual, transcendence, and etheric qualities in a person. It also represents truth and purity. Generally, white denotes angelic qualities. Sparkles of Or flashes of white may say that angels are nearby or can shed light on an impending pregnancy. So, I mean, that sounds all lovely. Uh, So white being limitless potential, boundless energy, free-flowing life force, um, it is cleansing. It is pure. It is undiffused light from the cosmos. It is divine protection and divine guidance. When you see white in the aura, depending on where it is, it can indicate something different. I will often see Colors in different parts of the aura that are surrounded by the color white. To me, that's a symbol of it being a holy assignment or something that is extremely sacred to that particular individual. And that's how spirit communicates that message through me. And sometimes it can indicate a period of cleansing. I call it Marie Kondoing your life. If the color white shows up and that message comes through, through me. Um, but I, I love when I see white and I do, and I have seen it show up as a flash during my sessions with people. And that is a sign for me that, uh, a spirit or a loved one is nearby. And that is the beautiful part about having the white in the aura. Now, when we see, uh, muddy, the challenging aspects of the white, um, It can be somebody who's out of touch with reality and is involved in those grandiose spiritual plans and has no foundation and no desire to actually be in reality. Now, also a murky white can also be an unwillingness to reach out to others and also somebody who can potentially be holier than thou. So And those are with like the murkier whites and you would be able to definitely see that. Um, But if white shows up for you, again, it is a special time and just pay close attention to the other colors that are surrounding it because they are closely related to what's happening with that white. I would like to thank you so much for listening uh, to today's podcast. I know it doesn't really have a through line as it was just me spewing information about all of the colors. And there's literally so much more information on these colors. I might have to redo this again in the future. And There's so much information about these colors that it's very challenging to get it down into one, but I thank you so much for bearing with me and letting me give you this information. I look forward to the next week's episode, which we have yet to decide. It's a viewer. We're going to go on Instagram and take a poll to see what you would like to learn about for next week. So Thanks again for listening. Again, I'm Lysandra Vasquez. You can find us on Instagram at at underscore auraology underscore and find us and see if we're coming to a town near you so then you can see what your aura is saying about you. Thanks. Once again, I'd like to thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and today we referenced a couple of books for this wonderful information, and one of the books that we referenced is one of my favorites, and it's called A Little Bit of Auras, an Introduction to Energy Fields, Um, particularly from the Colors of the Aura section from Cassandra Eason's Book, and I also referenced the book called *Auras* by Edgar Casey, um, the Sleepy Psychic. If you don't know anything about him, his stuff is really amazing. And then I also referenced the book *Auras, Clairvoyance, and Psychic Development: How to Read People and Energy Fields* by Crystal Mus. Thank you so much to all those authors for the great information and until next time, keep on shining, boo.